but there's a training field that he has you in here now that you can go be a missionary right now today. You can show up Tuesday night in the park and hand out popsicles and be a missionary right there in, in the park. And it's something that's one of the outreaches that we do as a community. We've served at the food bank. We've done Summerfest, and we've got a, a Summerfest revised version coming at the end of the summer this year. Well, we're going to reach out to our community. That's missions. That's extending the gospel. Another way we extend the gospel is by supporting missionaries who are going to places that we don't want to. No, that's not true. <laughs> going to places that they were called to, and we can't all physically be there at the same time. And uh, we've got some amazing missionaries. I just want to tell you about a few of them real quick, and then I'm going to turn it over to our missions team. Uh, but the purpose of doing this, the purpose of sharing, is not just so you can hear a good story. I think there's a, there's a part of which we partner with, and so we get to receive some of the blessing of going. But also, let it be a challenge to us to go out and to be witnesses into our world. So uh, first up, we have Aaron and Francis Hunter. We've, they're our longest supported missionaries. They're in Colombia. They are overseeing all of the Americas uh, for Foursquare, for our denomination. Uh, they have been heavily involved in children's and youth ministry. Aaron first be, uh, went down to Ecuador, and he was a children's pastor for the largest church in South America and found a wife while he was there. And they've got a beautiful family and four kids. And uh, they are, he is from Tacoma, Washington, and uh, sent out right out from one of our local churches here. And so amazing family. And so when you think of Aaron and Francis, pray for them. We support them financially every month. And then up next we have, who else do we support? Uh, CJ and Cassidy, they are down in California and they, uh, they went out to go do Youth with a Mission. Anyone ever heard of that? Youth with a Mission, all right. So where you're gonna hear our Mexico team went down to Youth with a Mission down in Ensenada, Mexico. Youth with a Mission is worldwide. Um, they've got schools called discipleship training schools. After you graduate from high school, you can go for a six-month school. You'll get three months immersion in the Word of God and outreach, and then they'll go on two to three-month outreaches all over the world. Uh, CJ and Cassidy are heavily focused at their YWAM base on reaching unreached people groups. So they intentionally try to go places where people have not heard the gospel, often where it's illegal. So when I ask them where they went on outreach, it's one of those, I'd tell you, but I'd have to kill you type of situations. So, uh, but they have gone to some amazing places and spread the gospel to some very dark places. And so we support them every month as well. Up next, we have, who do we got? Ryan and Tamara McIntyre. They are in Kenya. So they work with adoption, uh, Agape Children's Home. They take street kids. Uh, there's definitely, uh, this is a long-standing problem where kids just go out into the streets to live. Uh, either they don't like it at home or their families can't afford to keep them at home. They get addicted to drugs on the streets and, uh, and their life falls is completely a mess. This ministry goes and rescues kids from the streets, brings them in, rehabilitates them for several months, gives them the gospel of Jesus Christ, and then reunifies them with their families. And their success rate is up in like the 80-some percentile uh, for for uh, bringing kids back in. So they just are pioneering a new work in Northern Africa. Uh, they went to open a new base. Uh, and so now they're the directors of another base. They're in, I believe, three different cities now in Africa. 
Um, so then next we've got, I think, a Washington. Sage Henry, she's uh, from Washington. She's from this very church. And uh, she serves in Montana at, with Youth with a Mission as well. And she's leading schools of dance ministry using worship and dance to go and you, to be an evangelistic tool. And so she's training up young people to go out on outreach and to spread the gospel in Montana, which is pretty awesome. And they go, again, all over the world on their outreaches. And then we have, who do we have next? We've got Simon Allerton, also from this very church. You may have heard that last name because his parents lead our children's ministry. Britt is sitting right there, staring at her son. He just got engaged, which is pretty awesome, to someone who also went from our church, also by the last name of Snodgrass. Um, missions family. So, um, but he is over in Eastern Washington and uh, he serves a, uh, a campus ministry church. Uh, he's a, I don't even know his job title anymore because they swear it's changed so many times. They just keep giving him more and more responsibility, but it's a missions-based organization. So it's not a traditional church. And I believe they are on, gosh, I don't know if I'm going to get this right, but is it seven, 13 or 15 campuses now? Uh, through Washington, Oregon, Idaho, Utah, Montana. Um, they, have, they started with a small campus church, and they're uh, just expanding to get on college campuses. How do you, many of you know college campuses need the truth of Jesus? And so they're beginning these like, small churches that are just bursting out on college campuses all around the Northwest. It's an amazing ministry, and he's one of the directors of that. And finally, we have Gary and Joy Pice there in Slovakia. Uh, and... We're, I'm going to have them give us an update in just a moment. I'll let you know when to hit play on that. But they, uh, they, are, they were at Bonnie Lake, Foursquare, for many, many years. Uh, and they served in California, been missions directors. They retired and went to the mission field. Uh, so that, this is their retirement. And they are serving um, uh, the largest English-speaking congregation in Slovakia. They're uh, International Bible Fellowship. They are pastors there and missionaries and supporting missionaries that come through. Uh, this spring, uh, Gary made a trip to the Ukraine for, to bring relief for, in that war-torn country. It's a country that we should still be praying for. Uh, it is still under siege, and uh, as a neighboring country, they can have a lot of good and impact um, going and bringing hope and bringing Jesus to that country. So we have just a, a few-minute video. Uh, Gary and Joy. of uh, being with my friend Kostya in, uh, in Lviv and uh, he's not only joined us just to 
so that we can hang out together but he's been helping us all day so Costa just thank you so much <laughs> just for your heart and it's such a pleasure for me to be a part what God is doing what you are doing what church is doing so thank you church for what you are doing you have such a huge heart and like you you serve like nobody I know and I just thank you for your strength and your encouragement that you bring to um, to other pastors here uh, but to the people that you serve I, I don't know every time I see you you always say you have a smile on your face <laughs> and and you're always encouraging others and um, there's just so much strength to that and I just thank the Lord for your strength yes, and for everything that you're doing for the kingdom oh it's a pleasure thank you God bless you God bless you too brother Thank you for continuing to pray for an end to this horrible war in the nation of Ukraine. Thank you also for continuing to pray for all of those who are helping to bring aid into the nation of Ukraine and to help and support those who have already left, refugees in other European countries. Thank you also for continuing to give toward this effort. The needs are overwhelming and will go on for months and months. But the love and compassion being poured out even through the participation of you and others outside of Europe is overwhelming, even more so. The churches in Lviv and Ujarad are so thankful for all of the food and other aid that's being brought in to help them and to help them help others in their communities and then also to distribute it to points further east in Ukraine. It's making a huge difference. Thank you, thank you for continuing to support us. Well, it looks like the video was, didn't keep up with the audio, so we'll post that on our social media page on Facebook, and you can watch the whole thing. Um, interview here with this guy. Gary's there on the left, and, and uh, his friend on the right that went in with them. Um, there's a, a couple minutes left of the video. We'll we'll post that, and you can watch it watch it later, and kind of see them dropping off the supplies uh, there in the Ukraine for for these people who desperately need it. So I want to pray over our missionaries this morning, and and just pray over us that God would give us really um, the conviction to go out and to to share the gospel, as He has empowered us to do that. And then I'm going to have our Mexico team come up and give us their report from this summer from their trip. So Lord, we just thank you so much, Lord God, that you would use us to go out and to share the gospel. I, I thank you for our missionaries who have gone. I, I thank you for, for Gary and Joy who are so close to a war situation uh, in the place in which they serve, Lord God, and the good that they can do, Lord, but also the peace that they can bring and the hope that they can bring to people in their country, Lord God, that they're serving where there is, there, there's probably fear that abounds in that place. Lord, I pray that you would help them to be a light and a hope in, this, in that region, Lord God. We pray for all of our missionaries, Lord, that, that they would be effective, productive. We pray for their protection, for their families, Lord God, that as they go and do your work, Lord God, we thank you that we can sow into them, Lord God, even in the smallest ways. We, just, we pray that you would cover them, as they do the work that you've called them to. And I pray, Lord God, for us at Abundant Life, Lord God, as you call us to extend, whether it's through a church program or just by walking across the street to our neighbor's house, Lord God, or whether it's talking to someone at work or at the store, Lord God, you have, 
equipped us with power from on high to be your witnesses on this earth. And so, Lord God, I pray that you would show each one of us how we go out and extend into our world. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, Miss Lovey and Pastor Kerry, our missions team leaders to Mexico, come on up and I'll hand it off to you guys. Wow, thanks, Pastor Brad. Uh, Mexico Mission Team 2022, come on up. Come on. And do a cheer while you're going, coming up. Good job. So you see these people before you. Um, what an honor it was to serve beside each and every one of them. You know, you go on a mission trip and you think you're going because you're going to help where you're going. And honestly, every mission trip I've been on, I have been helped because I went. Right? Um, I watched the, the Mexican people are so kind and so gracious and so willing to open anything they have up to you and bring you on in. I learned a lot from them. I went, you know, this mission trip wasn't about us helping them. It was about what they could show us. So I noticed that you say hola, which is hello, and they always say it back. We don't see that here much anymore, correct? Like, we just don't. But they always say it. Um, we went somewhere and we said, could we pray for you? They don't turn it down. I don't care if they're saved or not. They say yes. We went to church there and watched the respect that is given to being in church and to Jesus by children, little children that sit. It blows my mind. The culture is a culture of respect and kindness and caring and bringing people into their, their home. We went to um, the dump, and people actually live in the garbage. They make homes there. But we had them welcome us into their home in the dump. Like, come on, that's crazy, right? That's crazy, and we're losing it here. So I feel like we send missionaries out to not only serve, but to see what's going on and to bring that back to this country and bring it back to where it should be, right? That's what we're doing. Um, uh, where's Miss Darlene? Just so you know, we have a celebrity in, amongst us. Um, she has a huge fan club at the YWAM base. All we heard was, is Grandma Darlene coming? Is, is she going to be there? Is she going to be there? And they were waiting in line for her. So seriously, um, Grandma Darlene also taught our youngsters, yeah, you're hot and tired, but there's Grandma Darlene. I don't want to hear it. Get up and move. And you know what? They did. Because she is a great example. Loving, kind, wonderful. Uh, this woman right here, what a blessing to step up and say, I want, to be a, I want to be a part of missions, she blew it away. We would have never gone. We would have never gotten there had it not been for Carrie. So um, give it up for Carrie, because wow. <laughs> She's awesome. I know we have a limited amount of time. I can't talk about everybody, and I would love to, but I watch chains being broken off of this team. I watch freedom come over this team. Um, it, it was amazing to see the things that happened. Um, 
on this team. I, I want to encourage everybody out there, if you even have a little tiny inkling inside, I want you to pray about it. Because honestly, we should all be doing it. Every one of us, when there's a mission uh, trip coming up, we should have so many people wanting to go that it's going to be hard to pick who can't, who can't go and who can go, right? So um, really, really be praying about that because, man, oh, man, I have a funny feeling that this church, it's, it's going to blow up, and we're going to be going on several mission trips a year. So be prepared for that. I'd like to see every one of you go and um, be a part of it. Um, I think that was it. I'm going to hand it over to Carrie now. Well, actually, team, I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys, um, you can sit down, but Josh, I'd like you to stay up here. Um, we, we have asked, um, can I take one of these stands? I don't know. You don't have paper. Do any of you? Yeah. So we need a little stand. Um, we've asked a few of the team members. We would love for all 23 to share with you. Um, but at our debriefs, it would take over two hours for all of us to share. So um, we're going to have four of them share with you today just a little bit how they were impacted, what impacted them, and how their life has changed um, because of it. And then Obviously, I love that Levy pulled everybody up. Invite people over. Invite them out to lunch. Hear their stories. Because every single person has blown me away with their changes, with what they've learned, with what they saw, with how God stretched them that entire week. I mean, we all went into places where we felt very uncomfortable. And like, I don't know. And I watched all 23 team members dive in. And like, we're here to serve God. We're here to serve these people. Doesn't matter how uncomfortable I am. And so take the time to listen to their stories um, because they have a lot to share with you and it will encourage you. But we're going to have Josh share first. I wasn't prepared, but that's all right. So everywhere I went this week, I told everybody, you know, what we did on the mission even at work, so I mean that was a big stretch because you don't talk about that in the corporate world. Um, but it changed me, you know, greatly. You know, before I'd be afraid to raise my hand when worshiping, you know, because I thought someone would call me out. Hey, look at you, hand raising nerd! But <laughs> but that you know that that doesn't happen. I hope none of you come and say that to me. <laughs> Um, but we, we went to orphanages and played with little kids. Um, I helped out with the kids' church on Sundays. And I got stuck in the front with the dancers. And everyone else went, sat down. And so what did I do? I danced to the God's Greater Than Superman song. Uh, we went to the orphanage. Um, that was just amazing just to see the the joy and hope and love in those little kids eyes they were happy to see you um street ministry i thought i would hate but that honestly was my favorite and anyone knows me i'm an introvert <laughs> i don't like to talk um especially you know go up and talk about jesus to somebody i don't know but uh this guy come over when we were done um, playing with the kids. He wanted tacos, and, you know, we weren't selling tacos. So we gave him, you know, chips. I think we had a sandwich left. And then we asked if we could pray for him, and, you know, he said, yeah. 
So we prayed for him. And then at the end, he's like, well, I want you to come pray for my wife if you can. She's at the other side of the park. So we went and we uh, prayed for his wife. She had like some stomach issue or I don't remember. But um, then uh, as we we're done, you know, he was thanking us and God gave me a word for him. And it said, don't be ashamed that you just came back to Christ. You just came back to going to church. And he started crying. And the, I think it was uh, Marjorie who interpreted, said that he needed to hear that. He tried committing suicide several times, and he always felt that God had a higher purpose for his life. And I told him, you know, before he said that, I told him, you know, don't be ashamed, and that he's going to plant seeds, and people are going to see him, you know, going back to church and, you know, worshiping God, and, you know, that's going to spread. And that was just amazing for for me to hear confirmation that he needed to hear that, and for him to, you know, think, wow, this guy I don't met has a word for me. And it, it was just awesome. You know, I encourage anyone to, you know, sign up for the next mission trip. Good job. I will say this man, I watched him and his family. I mean, they were the most reluctant to come on this trip. They sat in the first meeting. I don't know why I'm here. I don't want to be here, but God said come. And to watch all three of them just transformed um, relationships. I mean, we got to know all of them in a whole new way too. But yeah, Josh was always the first one to say, I'll speak, I'll pray, you know. And so the introvert um, side got a little pushed aside and the extrovert came out in Mexico. Thank you, Josh. (laughs) Tiffany. We're going to have Tiffany Nelson now share with you. Hello. All right. First of all, if you have never had a courtyard in your life, you need a courtyard to come out and have breakfast and coffee with your friends and just peek over the balcony and where are they at, what they doing. That's like the best. That's one of my most favorite of the base. Um, so... What impacted me um, the most, I think, was um, church on Sunday. And it was just so cool to be able to be in their presence and um, worship in a foreign language, but know the songs and be able to kind of worship along and everything, too. But just to see that God is moving and He is the same there, here. They're coming around each other, praying for each other, loving on each other, having food after church together. I mean, they're the same. They're the same. It's just that they don't speak what we speak, you know, and it's just cool to go there. And um, I don't know. I think you were saying just to be touched myself, just to see um, God's love being poured out and and people caring for one another. And um, Also, going to the dump was probably the hardest and the best for me. Um, um, Okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) Being able to pray for people, because we met lots of people in the dump, Actually, a lot of them 
that we encountered in our group were saved, I think, right? Like several of them. Um, they, they have a church there. They go to church in the, in the landfill. Um, but to see them, this one particular couple really stuck out, and I kind of shared a little bit with them, you know. But um, we asked them if we, they wanted prayer, and they said yes. Um, he had a few physical things going on. She wanted a deeper relationship with God. And I'm like, not to maybe leave the dump? I mean, that sounds like so, like, it's, you know, for us, I'm just, like, they, I can't imagine that that wouldn't be your first thing that you're asking for. And she was just, like, wanting a deeper relationship. Um, also, she was, like, dressed head to toe in pink, which was cute. <clears throat> but as they walked away, I watched this couple, and they walked to a pink house. Like, it was like surreal because it's like not living your best life but like they somehow were so filled with hope and joy and love for each other they walked off together like they just had an awesome date and had dinner going to their pink house and you know I I was just a lot (laughs) but it was good um to see someone who I would look at and think that are in a very hopeless situation, but they don't seem hopeless. And that is just, kind of takes your breath away a little bit, I think. Yeah. Amen. Thank you, Tiffany. Yeah, this couple was so precious, and um, one of our team members had a pink hat on and blessed her with a pink hat to match her pink outfit, and you would have just thought she won the lottery. Um, you know, and like Tiffany said, it's mind-blowing to see just at how peace they can be when we drive up going, oh my gosh, people actually live like this, you know, and no matter what's going on in our lives, to realize like with Christ that we can have peace. We can be living our best life no matter what our circumstances are around us. And it just reminds you of what really matters when it all comes back to Jesus. That's what matters, you know? And we got to bring them food and pray with them. And I think the hardest part for all of us was like, we wanted to do more. We wanted to rescue them out of the dump, right? But yet there's a pastor that is literally called there and lives there and has church services for them there, you know? So yeah, thank you for sharing that story. Um, Dylan, we're gonna have you come up now. All right, so this is my second mission trip, which was super awesome to see the like kind of other side of the ministry that they do down in YWAM, of the outreach and just the evangelism side. And i just gotten back from uh, another camp in Texas, like not even a week before I left for Mexico. And that was just so amazing and just like glory to glory of just God taking me from, and just continuing that into Mexico. And in Second Corinthians 3.18, it talks about us being taken from glory to glory and being transformed into the image of God. And it was just so, so incredible to just continue just obeying the Holy Spirit. And he, the, he just had like, kind of like a theme for me of like this trip. I was just like, I was just like in awe. Like, how did I even get here? Like, it was just so incredible to see. And every every time 
that came to me, I was just like smiling and just laughing. And I was just like, all I could do was say, because God is good. That's, that's the only reason I'm here. And the, the kids, they all like loved me for some reason. They would always just like play with me and cling to me. And like one of these little kids just like, when we were at one of the shelters, he just like, he was probably like this tall. He just like came over to me, patted me on the leg. And I was like reached out my hand. He just took me. I just walked over to him with the swing. He just wanted me to push him on the swing. And the, <clears throat> the dump was probably the most like just eye-opening of just like this is crazy. Like truthfully, like my dog has a better life than like these people here. And it was just, to see all that was just, it was just insane to see that. Like, even even though they have, like, their living situation is terrible, they still have, like, the joy of the Lord and, like, the love of God in them. And those, just just playing with those kids there was just, like, I don't, I don't even care if I get dirty or I, ru- or I ruin my shirt or whatever, like, because, like, the, those children's hands and faces were like they just like got out of the coal mine. It was it was that bad. Like and it, yeah, just ha- having them climb on my back and just play sword fights with it was just it was just great to just love on those kids and those, I just really feel like every person on our mission just did it, did exactly what Jesus would have done and to just share the love of God and to just. See, see others saved. Good? All right. And then back in our, our room, uh, you can ask Brian to testify about this later. It was one night I was getting out of the shower and just just having a good old time with the Lord, just worshiping. And I just, I was getting, drying off, and I hear everyone just coming, just, I hear Brian gagging and just, just screams, and I'm like, oh, no, what am, what am I about to walk out into? So I walk out, and the window's, like, right there, and all I see is Brian's just face just smushed into that screen, and just, he's just starfished clinging onto the window. I'm like, what is going on? And he's like, their feet stink, man. <laughs> and, it, oh, it was... I, I, I would have to say that was one of the worst smells I've ever, <laughs> ever smelt in my life. It was, it, yeah, it was, it was worse than the dump by far. No, not even a comparison. But yes, God bless all you mothers out there. I don't know how you can do it, but. That's awesome. <laughs> Seriously, when he said the kids loved him, the guy is a kid magnet. I'm not kidding. We looked over and they were all like on this arm, this arm, this leg, this leg on his back, everywhere. Like they just, he was a jungle gym. Like they absolutely loved him. It was, it was so awesome just to see because he just walked in the room. You can really tell when somebody loves Jesus and they wear it on the outside, when it's on the inside and they wear it on the outside. Like little kids, you can't fool you can't fool them. Like, they, they can, they know. They automatically went to this guy because he's wearing, he's, he's got Jesus on the outside as well as on the inside, right? Yeah. 
Amen. I kept calling him a tree because I kept wanting to climb him. <laughs> it's like, no matter where Dylan goes, we're going to have kids following us. We had a chance even at the dump to bless them and buy a little pool um, for the kids. And the pastor said, oh, they're late bringing the water. So they had no water. Well, lo and behold, while we're there, is that not God? The waterman shows up. And so we got to pay him some money to put water in the pool and I think within two minutes, it was a mud bath, um, you know, but the kids were in heaven. But that just goes to show, like, we, we take bathing um, for granted. I mean, you know, Brian's like, get your butt in the shower and clean those feet, right? Whereas, the, you know, at the dump, they can't just jump in the shower. I mean, just to have clean water is almost a miracle at times. And we had a couple of our team members. Um, God brought us there when a woman, six months pregnant, um, was severely dehydrated. And Teresa and Amy had the opportunity um, to help her and get her hydrated. And um, or Teresa's saying, just Amy, she did nothing. I'm watching her <laughs> emotions. Um, but just to love on her, pray for her, and to help her and encourage her. And they left resources with her um, so that she can stay healthy and baby can stay healthy. So, um, you know, just no matter what is going on, I think the biggest lesson we have learned through this is not to take for granted what we have and to be thankful and to realize like we're a society that always wants more and really to sit back and go, do I need more? I need more of Jesus, just like our pretty lady in pink, right? Um, Caitlin, come on up, honey. Um, I want to start off just by saying that this entire trip was just amazing. It was so like impactful for me in so many different ways. Um, and when Carrie actually asked me to share, I was thinking back and I was like, I can't just talk about one of the ministries. Like, I, I have to share a little bit about all of them. But just this, like, I just learned so much throughout this entire trip. But one thing that I noticed in all the places that we visited that really stuck out to me was just the joy there. And that might seem surprising, like hearing about some of the places that we went to. But just like everywhere we went, it was there. Like the church that we went to, they expressed so much joy in their worship. Like even their little kids, they were up at the front, they were dancing, they were like singing. Some of them had tambourines. Sorry, Brad. <laughs> Lots of tambourines. <laughs> um, we went to Gabriel House, where just the sight of us dancing made the kids smile. And we got to go to Casa Esperanza, where we got to see the kids sharing with each other so joyfully. Um, and even when we went to the dump, the woman that Tiffany was actually talking about, um, she was a believer, and she was just so excited to share with us that she just got baptized um, in a place where the enemy had tried to make it so joyless. There was joy even there. And just seeing these people live so full of joy, it, like, filled me, and I think it filled the team, too, because, like, when you see people that are just so full of the joy of the Lord, they can't help but show it, and they're sharing it with all the people around them. Um, and near the end of this trip, and since I've gotten back, there was a song that God kind of laid on my heart, um, and it's called Breath of Life. There's one line in particular that he was kind of showing to me, and it actually part of it comes from Nehemiah 10, but um, it says, the joy of the Lord is my strength, so I'm going to dance the darkness away. Um, and it just, it just feels so powerful to me, because when we think about darkness, we think of, like, ridding it with light. Um, and there's a lot of verses in the Bible that talk about, like, Jesus being the light, or, like, us being lights in the world, but I think that a lot of times that gets lost in just, like, lost in translation, I guess, but there's a lot of things that we can do that we can use to show the light of God. Um, we, we can bring hope, or we can um, bring kindness, or show people love, and that's all showing the light of the Lord, or like when we were in, um, in Sonata, people showing joy, and it, um, <laughs> like in most of these places, the people that we went to, they didn't have a lot, but they had so much joy 
Um, and it was a beacon in their lives, and it, it was shining on other people and all the people that they saw and on us. Um, and in the world today, like, the people that we met would tell you that there, wasn't a pos there was no possibility that they could have been happy because they lacked the material possessions that a lot of us um, seem to deem people successful. Um, but what I saw was people living joyfully in the Lord, and their joy was perhaps the biggest thing that they shared with me, um, and I don't even think that most of them realized it. Um, the trip changed my life in a lot of different ways, and, pro and I could probably share about it for hours, if I'm being honest. Um, but looking back, the thing that I hope sticks with me the most is what these people had. I want to go throughout my day in whatever circumstances I'm in, and I want people to feel a difference in me, even if they don't know what it is. I want God to use me to teach other people when I don't even realize that people are watching because that's what they were doing for us. Amen. Thank you, Caitlin. <laughs> Caitlin is one of those, um, I actually would tease her and Dylan the whole time. I'm like, you guys just always smile. Like Jesus is always showing up. And um, I got to hear her share a testimony at church service. And I think there wasn't a dry eye in the house. And then I'm like, why do I need to preach? Because that girl just preached. Um, you know, and all of our team members, so unique in their giftings. And watching each one just step out into that. I know, like, Trudy, we have a special needs ministry. I mean, honestly, wherever you are, there you are. Because we had 23 of us that went to the Gabriel House Special Needs Orphanage. And I will say uh, there was quite a few that were like, I don't know, I'm uncomfortable even before we go. And we prayed in the bus on the way. And watching the love of our team members just jump in and love on these kids. And we learned so much from each and every one. Well, adults too, obviously. Um, they ranged from what ages? Do you guys remember? Like... Yeah, one was 56 and then to younger, but, um, you know, and learning their different ways of communication. And, um, you know, I know even Tiffany, she's like, I don't know, I, I just don't know. And I watched her, she's dancing with them and she's, we're doing, you know, wheelchair races. And so there was just such opportunity for us to grow and to step out and say, you know what, God, we want to show you wherever it is. And it, there is no language barrier when it comes to Jesus, right? And thank God we have interpreters um, that are with us, for those of us that don't know all the Spanish that we need to know. Um, I have to agree, Mission 101 is the evangelism side, and that was probably my one that I'm like, yay, uh, praise Jesus, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, God, help my heart, help me not to be negative, you know, and so they take you above the city to look out over the city and to pray and ask God, okay, where are we to go, and who am I supposed to minister to, and God's going to give you a vision of a person, and so I'm up there, you know, I'm Pastor Carrie, I should be spiritual, like, okay, you know, and God just gets saying like you'll know as you go and I'm like that's not the answer they want like they're going to ask us what we see and this know as you go is not the right answer so here I am arguing with God above the city and I just start getting these little visions of every team member but me and I was like no that's not what they're asking me to do you know and so we get together as a group to share and I'm kind of just like hesitant going maybe it was what we had for dinner last night you know I mean that's what I told the team like it doesn't matter how many years you've been in ministry you still kind of go through this whole like was that really you God you know and Amy shared what she got and I was like well out of confirmation this is what I saw and so then I just kind of shared everything that God showed me I mean it was just little images of who our team members were going to be ministering to and I was like, and even one of our leaders, I said, I see you turning on the music, you know, and we went straight down to a park. And before we even got off the bus, 
the person I saw Tiffany ministering to was like outside the window. And then it was literally like popcorn going off at the park, like Darlene's person popping up. We're singing and dancing. I mean, it was just, it was so crazy. And the team got to witness that along with me because here we, God gave us like these words and visions and we saw them come to pass, which was so awesome. Um, you know, and it became my favorite day, um, you know, that we just got to say, okay, God, who do you want me to go talk to? You know, and we left the park and then we go downtown shopping and you would think I would learn my lesson. I'm like, yeah, but like we were here, you know, on Sunday shopping and like now we have to like minister and, you know, and, and like the moment we start walking, Kira saw the person in her, the shirt that she saw. I mean, it was just like, you know, praying for people and bandages on wounds during those outreaches. I mean, God would just blow us away. And the reality is he wants us to do that here. When we're at Popsicle in the park going, okay, God, who is it that you want me to talk to today? right? And for us to be bold enough to do it. I mean, we're, we're bold enough to do it when we don't even know their language. So how much easier can it be, you know, just in our own neighborhood and to be okay with being shut down? You know, I know that happens a lot more here in the United States. Oh no, I'm good. But you know what? You just stepping out in faith has already made a difference and planted seed in that person's heart that they may not want you to pray for them there. You pray for them on your own, but they're going to go home and think about that, right? So I, I just just want to challenge you guys in that. And I will just say, I mean, Lovey is so sweet at always honoring me, but I would never want to lead a team without a, a co-leader. And Lovey is amazing to work alongside. I mean, just us having that accountability with each other and praying for one another and encouraging each other along the way. Um, you know, but sign up, sign up. Marjorie didn't even want to go. I mean, I asked Marjorie to interpret a song for me to translate because we wanted to go and sing and dance for the kids. Lo and behold, YWAM had all that planned out and I didn't even know. Um, and so she started doing that for me Well, her practicing her Spanish kind of gave her a little bit of heart of like, oh, I'm, I'm going to go and help the team. That's kind of what she came like thinking, I'm going to go and help the team. Yeah, right. <laughs> she did help the team. Having another interpreter was awesome, but God just rocked her, asked her how it went, talked to her about it. Um, we do have a video we want to show you guys, um, and hearing their stories, you'll get to see a little bit more. Excuse me. Sorry. Um, anybody who's ever been on a mission trip, will you please stand up? I don't care when it was. Ever been on a mission trip? Amazing. I predict in the next five years, every person sitting down will be standing up. I also say that, remember, um, you guys can sit down. Remember that you're, you're always on a mission field, right? Like I understood right away when I got my job at the high school that I was absolutely not equipped for doing what I was doing at all. God put me there. God put me there for a reason, not because I needed the job, but because he wanted me in that seat. That's missionary work right there, right? So remember that when you go out, Pastor Matt, and he put me in with Pastor Matt, which, thank you, God, that was a blessing. Um, so just remember that when you go out, everywhere you go, in your car, in the grocery store, at your school, at your place of work, you're on the mission field, right? And I think if you are irritated with your job at times, remember that you're not there serving men, you're serving God. And when you can get that in your head, boy, your job doesn't seem so awful anymore, right? I'm there because I'm serving God, right? So anyway, I want to thank all of you for praying for us, for um, 
blessing us with support money, whatever it was that you, whatever you did, thank you because you were there with us and we felt it very, very deeply. So thank you so much, Abundant Life, for always supporting your people. Thank you. You want to roll it?
We probably have over a thousand photos. Uh, we'll post that as well, and team members, I'll send you guys um, the link to that because they hadn't got to see that prior um, to today either. But thank you. It would not have been possible without our church family sending us financially, sending us with prayer um, and all of your support. You guys made it possible. You know, we had quite a few team members. We were believing God, obviously, for our money to go, but we were believing God for above and beyond. We wanted to take soccer balls. We wanted to take water, squirt guns, um, shoes. And I'll tell you, Jennifer Johansson showed up with two suitcases full of clothes and shoes that people donated that she got to bless the kids wherever she went, um, which was super fun to be able to bring that. The, the water fight, I mean, best idea ever because last year it was so hot there. And I'm like, these boys want to do more than balloons and coloring. And so the water guns were a total hit at the um, shelter, you know, and the soccer balls we got to give out in the community. We got to give out at the orphanages, even the special needs orphanage. So, I mean, it was just kind of cool to see the team members like believing God for above and beyond just my own money to get there, but how can I be a blessing and leave something um, with them? So that's because of all you guys here. Um, thank you so much. And again, if you feel called at all to go, and even if you don't, <laughs> go. <laughs> I mean, that's what we're all commissioned to do by Jesus himself, you know, starting here and everywhere and to do it. But um, just remember this week, youth are gone. Keep them in prayer. Keep the leaders in prayer. It's an exhausting week with no sleep, um, <laughs> you know, and that they just have an amazing time um, in the presence of God. But Father, we just, we thank you for today. Lord, I thank you for um, everything that you did on this missions trip. God, I thank you for our missionaries throughout the world. Father, that we would not be so self-focused that we forget to see everything that is going on. And Lord, if it's not our time to go, that we can sow and we're partnering with others that are going. And so I just thank you for the heart of each and every person in this place, Lord. Challenge us and change us. Lord, let us be more like you. Let us walk in your love, um, hear your voice and step out in boldness and pray for others um, in our workplaces and in our community. Lord, wherever you have for us to go, I just thank you um, for what you are doing at Abundant Life for the heart of missions here. In Jesus' name, amen. Be blessed and we'll see you next Sunday, Baptism Sunday. Don't forget, sign up.